We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. We're going to the gate. You know what? I don't want to play defense. Are you kidding me? Boys, game noon. What the hell's going on? You're playing it safe. I. A brick. It's amazing. No way in hell I'm touching it. Are you kidding? You. I. That was really fun. Hello and welcome to the Sports Anomaly. I'm your host, Adrian Tadzenig. I'm joined by the commish, Jeff Solomon, who has died and come back from the dead, according Ooh. to his video. Uh, Jeff, how, how are you feeling besides like eating someone's brain? <laughs> I'm so weak. Uh, I feel great. I don't know what's wrong with my camera. I'm in a very well-lit room, but still, some reason I'm in the dark, I'm trying to fix it. That's all I got for now on that topic. It's a it's amazing. And the one and only Brian Holiday, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Any day above ground is a good day. It sounds like uh, you're not in the same death bunker that uh, Jeff is living in. Thankfully, no. It looks creepy there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so this is our first ever both live stream and death stream, but also we're recording this for the podcast and live, right? Is that what's happening, Jeff? All I, true I don't statements. actually... We are live. Yeah, that's we are amazing. Recording. Here's what's going to happen, and this is even better because it's live and you can and we're recording. I am going to uh, go through the opening of this uh, podcast, which is to introduce the love and hate segment, where each of us goes around and says what we love, what we hate. But as soon as I ask one of you, I'm going to go over and shut a door, so I'll disappear from the video on the audio section. You would have never knew that happened. Jeff, what do you love this week? Uh, this week, I love that we're finally starting our stupid Madden League, which is this dumb thing that we've been doing for such a, such a long time. Uh, it's taken forever to get started, and I'm just very happy to not be talking about the future anymore and just be living in the present. It's the best. I, I can't believe I, – of course, I have no idea what you talked about because I realized, oh, I wasn't taking my audio with me, so I just had no idea. But I think I figured it out, and it's – I can't believe how exciting it is to have the season back. Like we, I think we were all pretty burnt out at the end of uh, season five of Madden 21. Like, yeah, real burnout. Like I've been playing a season six and I just run the same play and I'm like, why am I even doing this to myself? But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty great to be here, to be alive. Uh, Brian, what's your love of the week? Uh, my love and hate are going to go together. So I'm going to, I'm going to start with my love and I love technology. Um, like when you just stop and think for a half a second, like the things we're capable of doing, the fact that we're even having this conversation, we can all see each other from across the world and like all these, like technology is ridiculously cool. Um, so I'm going to start with that. That I mean, it, it's so broad what you just said that it sounds like it's technology. stupid. It actually, I totally get it. I think it's yeah. amazing. I think, uh, like it's insane. Like if we were... Just think about if we were recording this uh, 200 years ago, we'd each have 10 cups with strings that went <laughs> miles and miles. I'm in London, so to to Seattle-ish. Are you in Tacoma yep. or Seattle? Seattle, yeah. Okay. I'm north north yeah. of Seattle, but yeah, Seattle. Right. I think that's 7,000 miles. And then we'd have right. to have that other string go to Jeff and then another string to me. It's just, it's a lot of string. Here's what I love. The league is back. That's my number one. And Justin Fields is making it happen, baby. Number one in his jersey, number one in your heart. He had seven picks today. The <laughs> first one of in which, thrown picks. 
the number one in interceptions. So my first interception was, uh, I believe, well, I had a pick six, um, and then, or, yeah, and then it was seven nothing, and then I was driving, and I I was in control, and I saw that my future Terry McLaurin, Dar Darnell Mooney, was uh, on the right, and uh, the cornerback was playing off him. So I was like, I'm going to do what you can do in this game, which is quick throw, and then the defense can't react fast enough if you really nail your route and everything. And uh, then I found out that Jalen Ramsey was covering him and had a pick six against me. I would have never thrown that pass in the history of the world. Actually, it was 7-3 at the time. And I was like, I was so mad because we don't have X factors on. And instead of just the right trigger, which you're so used to now, I think, Jeff, you mentioned this in the Discord. Now you have to do the left trigger, and then you have to do the little fucking dumb shit to like see the plus minus on release and stuff. Overall, I think it's going to be better for my game because I did that exactly zero times in uh, Madden 21. And yeah, it drove me crazy. But Justin Fields, he threw some deep balls that got picked. He threw some short balls that got picked i also there was you guys have i'm sure experienced this where there's that moment where you're just like ah oh, this sucks i just gave up x or y or z and then you just sort of like unfocus slightly and then throw a pick i did that to throw a pick six i did it later uh there was one pick where i was like that seems dumb where i felt like alan robinson was running and then there was another one um where i just like right after i threw it i texted my opponent was like oh that was a good one and then you guys saw a video of uh, jalen ramsey outrunning my 94 speed dude to reach over him i said he goosed him he like grabbed him in the keister twisted and then took the ball out of his hands and i, I was just like damn it when it happened live i was like there's no fucking way that happened and then uh in the replay i'm like kind of okay with it but i don't know that's, I, that's how i'll I get into a lot more. of replays right now this, yeah. this year's game i mean like there are things where i'm like what uh, yeah. and then i see it again like in the seven second later highlight vi highlight video and i'm like actually it's not it's not magic anymore at least you know it's not someone's back was turned they did a three a 180 flip right. put their hands up grabbed the ball and came down with it it's like they bodied out the other guy with his elbow and raised right. his left hand and and tipped the ball away or something like it's a much more reasonable experience now visually, yeah. and I feel like, uh, to borrow a phrase that doesn't actually fit, the uncanny valley of Madden has sort of, mo for the most part, gone away now, where before, you know, you'd see all these miracle plays and you'd be angry because it'd be like someone's hand sh getting shoved through another person's chest to make an interception, or right. <laughs> uh, it would be a, a tip ball that went up and nobody could see it. Uh, and no one would go near it, and it would just land down on the ground. Now you see someone's head turns up, and they start chasing it, and there's just, like, player reaction that makes more sense, both in physicality uh, and as the player of, like, it helps me to accept when something bad happens if I can see that on the video. Yeah, I... Uh... I did have this one moment where I threw a deep ball. This is in a preseason game. And Yakim Grant Sr., who Jeff, it's, I guess he played Jakeem. for the Dolphins. It's solid J. Yakim. Jakim. Yeah. Okay. He, so I threw it deep. He was wide. It was insane how wide open he was. And instead of hitting, and it was right near the sideline. And instead of hitting A, I decided to catch and run because I was like, if he catches this, it's a touchdown. And he jumped up. <laughs> 
jumped out of bounds and caught it. And man, I was super stoked. Instead of getting like a 55 yard in the air bomb where I would have, you know, just tumbled out of bounds and been at the 15. Instead, he just was like, I got it. I got it, guys. And acting like a fucking dipshit and then jumped here's, out of bounds. Here's and then the thing I got to know. That's the most realistic thing I've ever heard about Madden. Jakeem Grant has the mental capacity of a peanut. He's constantly making mental mistakes. I'm so happy they traded him for a eighth round nothing, whatever they did two weeks ago. In in this season alone, and I, I can get into last season too, but in this season alone, he had three catches and two fumbles, I think, and another fumble on a punt. So, Holy shit. He sucks, and I hate him. He's fast as hell. He's a great punt returner if he can hold on to the ball. In fact, he made the Pro Bowl as a punt returner for because he had two or three great punts last year. Um, but he's a liability. He always has been, and uh, welcome, welcome to that future. Well, finally, in the end of my game, I was down 41-14, and I was marching decently, a decent march, like maybe three successful plays march. And I had this great play where I hit him, like where it was over the middle, and I waited, waited. I got him deep uh, in, you know, against the sideline. That didn't make any sense. But he caught the ball. I turned him upfield. I'm like, oh, great. What a great 20-something yard gain. And then he fumbles. So I was like, man, I feel like he believes the Jeff Solomon hype about him and hates himself. Uh, Jeff, what do you hate this week? Uh, boy, I I hate that I didn't know what podcast we were recording, so I didn't come prepared. Uh, I thought we were doing the other one, and I, I was like, oh, this one has segments. Um, I hate... Uh, I hate that we don't get the fun. Uh, oh, I hate the the scouting system. It's super lame. We don't do anything for eleven weeks. You just set it and forget it. And for how much time it took them to create, and they did it, they added it in an, like in an entire year's development cycle, uh, supposedly. It's really pretty bare bones, like most things when they add a new feature in Madden. And I just don't understand how a team this large can spend this much time designing something and it can be so empty. Oh, but wait till I, next year. They'll add a cool, fancy one more feature. Yeah. The, well, here's what I think is interesting. Today I went on because I saw that the, some scouting had happened. And so I clicked on it because it seemed to imply that I was supposed to. And then I didn't know what I was supposed to do because there was nothing to do. Nothing to do. But the one thing I did do is I reallocated where my scouts are focused. Did you do that? Nah, didn't bother. I, I mean, I'm also traded most of my draft picks um, very deliberately, as I was talking about with Brian last night. Uh, because of the new system, at first I was very excited about it, and I was like, I will not trade my first-round pick. I want to be a part of this. I don't want to be there on draft day and be like, I have nothing to do. I can only get to watch. Now that I see what the draft system is, I'm like, I want no part of this. Please take all my picks. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> and if you, I do I, trade away all my picks, I don't have to bother. I don't care about my scouting. That's a very good point. I don't have a first or a f the fourth. You traded which your I first found to the out. Giants for Justin Fields. Okay, that's fine. I'll I'll do that. What did I trade my fourth for? Because I want it back. <laughs> I don't know. That might have been Jakeem Grant. <laughs> I don't know. It probably was. <laughs> Fuckface Grant. Which I love him, by the way. He, like... I take the ball out of the end zone. He, I opened my season with a kick return against you, right? Yes. And then that game got deleted or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, you still league. experienced the joy of it. Yeah. I, and today, I thought there was one where he might have broken away. And I was like, oh, I, I feel like he might have two yeah. or three this season, I'm which so is awesome. I'm glad you did that because it 
the I mean, we're so new at this game that you running that kick return on me in the opening play of the game, I was like, oh, you can return kicks this year, which we could yeah. not last year at all. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is new information that I'm very glad to have. I'm, yeah, by, so, by like season... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I would say by like season two of Madden 21, like... It was a surprise if someone brought the ball out of the end zone. You're like, oh, yeah, they're, I, they're returning I would run, it. I would run away from the ball. I wouldn't even fair yeah. catch it in case I accidentally kneeled it at the one. I would just run <laughs> yeah. away from it the ball. It was yep. zero percent reward, all punishment. That was mm -hmm. it. Like you could only make it like maybe to the twenty-eight. I don't. I think there was one kick return in the entirety of our five seasons that went for a touchdown. I, and I don't I even know if I'm making that up. Me. I can't remember which season, but I remember the Chargers were able to do it that one time. Um, but also, I you know fumbled it five times trying to return them and never returned yeah. one and got to the 20 most times. So I'm like, I'm just going to take it at the 25. I don't need this stress. Yeah, it sucked. But now I feel like every time I'm returning it, like I get a shot. And then also now I'm like, well, if I've got a shot, then I can risk fumbling. But before it was just stupid. All yeah. right. What do you hate this week? Brian. All right. Connected to my idea of things that I love in technology, I hate getting old because technology becomes harder and harder to keep up with. Like when I was in my 20s, I could do any technological thing in like five seconds. You could figure it out. You know how everything worked. And now I feel like an old man, like trying to figure out how things work. Um, and my thumbs aren't as quick anymore. Like in stuff for stuff like Madden, I have to think about things a little bit longer. And yeah, getting old is bullshit. I don't like it. Yeah. It's a weird one. I uh, I agree. Like, you could hand me an iPhone now, and I'd be like, wait, how does it work? Whereas, you know, when I first came out, I was still agile-minded. Um, yeah. And not the walking dead like Jeff. Uh, <laughs> hey, I fixed out it. Out of my hate. It. Yeah. Well, you sort of fixed it. Now you seem semi-alive. <laughs> That's good. Enough. I don't know. Uh, all right. My hate this week, the trade fest in our league uh, and lack of rules being implemented now like it's pretty much a wash once again an attempt to have any kind of guardrails in this league have failed i but really this is really about my love which was while trying to promote trade rules i said that our rules now are laissez-faire but it's more like lazy and unfair and i really feel like if i would have made more signage <laughs> and if i would have pushed lazy and unfair that i really feel like I would have done something special. I could have really made change that we could believe in. It was quality um, wordplay. I will agree with you there. Yeah. I don't know. I, th I believe in all. Well, here's, here's actually what I hate was that because of the trade fest and because I was so late to the game on the trade fest and because I was tentative and I was like, well, I don't want to get screwed. How, what's the trade market while people made 320 trades? I, when it came time for me to make a trade, everybody had, uh, basically done their trades and then it, it was just like nobody you know people sealed their team or what they were worried about mm -hmm. I, do, I do think I'm now remembering what it's like which is like after you play your first game and then you're like oh shit a game that mattered I gotta fucking blow this team up or I gotta get x y or z um, so now that and the problem with the bears is I don't really I, I have trade assets but I part of me is like why don't I make the greatest defense ever like the 85 bears um, and I don't know. It's just hard. It's hard to define. The game a team. is hard. 
It is hard. Let's move on to breaking news. So first off, because I haven't recorded a podcast in a couple of days, um, maybe days. <laughs> could it could it be days? Could it be months? This is more. I mean, this podcast used to be bi-weekly or weekly. Now we're just hoping for a monthly. I think we that's change. We can believe it. Uh, the Men franchise scouting update is here. We've already heard uh, Jeff talk about it. I think overall. It feels, you know what it feels like to me now that I'm thinking about it? It feels like the old owner mode when you realize you could change the price of hot dogs, but it didn't matter. Mm. Does that, does that vibe with you guys? I, I guess so. I never played it. So, no, I, I, 100%, I agree. Like, oh, like check that you can set jersey prices and you can like do all this stuff. And then you're like, okay, where's the payoff for that? Yeah. there, There never was one. And so, like I had a similar experience to Utah. Like I went in week one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this because it says scouting. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do some scouting and I can go in and I can see guys and I can, I can see my scouts and what they're, you know, I want guys that are scouting defensive ends. And so I can go in and I can see those guys. And then I'm like, there's, but what do I do? I can add someone to my favorite list, like a, a guy, a player to my favorite list, but yes, there's, right. that's just there's your... nothing to indicate. Do I want to scout? Out this person right. that's or... I'm, I'm so like, mad i have to interrupt you the yeah. add them to your favorites list is not scout them further it's just remember their name later right. why yeah. why is that the thing <laughs> May, like oh i like this guy scout him for me please that's what i want that's the only button i care about not remember his name for later i don't need to know that week one none of it matters i hate it so much well, you got one of you guys is talking about it on the Discord, and I you made a really interesting point, which is this idea of like let like they should say like, hey, there's this super important college game. Do you want me to go to that, or do you want me to just go do something else? You know, instead of yeah. like give agency to the user instead of like we've got these scouts that I'm sure the five people, the two women and three men that are scouting uh, people just flying around on the uh, Chicago Bears dime. Um, are doing great, but at the same time, I have no idea what they're really doing. It's they it's did weird. they did change the favorite icon to a little heart though now. So a little heart, and not a not a just a traditional sideways. heart. Like it has a little wave to it. Yes. Yeah, it's a fancy heart, which I was <laughs> like, that feels unmadden like. It should have added like somebody punching somebody to death, right? Like just <laughs> a knockout blow. That's what I want. This I fucking love this stupid shit with a heart. Come on. Yeah, I love them. Uh, the other bit of breaking news is we're going to be, uh, because Sports Anomaly is an anomaly at this point, when will it appear? But uh, it, it's not over. It's going to keep happening. But uh, we're going to be having another podcast, and you guys are running it. Is this correct? I don't really know what's happening. But it's going to be specifically about our league, which sounds insane that you would have this podcast about a, a online league but you can watch all of our games on twitch we can become mega celebrities i do and i'm not <laughs> kidding about this i want to write a tv pilot about the series in which the main character is effectively jeff i i can tell you about the pilot if you want uh in just a second but tell tell us more about this podcast and how it's going to work well, we're still debating names but uh i think the basic idea is each week to talk about uh, our own experience playing the game that week, you know, whatever foibles and trials and tribulations we went through, uh, maybe look at some of the more interesting games we watched, because like you said, 
uh, we try and encourage everyone to broadcast, and so we do watch a fair number of Madden games we're not involved in. And then any, you know, big trades, big news, if someone went on a rant, if there's a new rule, or, uh, you know, the happenings within, which we did for 50 episodes in 2010, and was somewhat well-liked. I remember, you know, we published that to people at large, and there, a couple of episodes had multiple thousands of downloads, so somebody out there was liking it. Uh, it's cause, Well, I do believe it can succeed, because I do think... That because we're we're streaming these games, people could. I just love. Here's my my dream, and this is so dumb. It's like when anybody starts anything, they think this is gonna make me a star. This is gonna get a billion downloads. Definitely am not. And you realize, that. well, I know, but the idea that like what could be the success? But I do love the idea that people could become like Chicago Bears Warrens fans. I by the way, I don't know if you know this, but I wear the like Wolverine style helmet because it's ultimately like a W and it's mm -hmm. a it's a nod to the Warrens, the Washington Warrens. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be cool to do and I hope you guys let me be on it because I have a lot of hot takes. Yeah, I think I think so like everything in like nothing is real life anymore. Like there's fantasy football, there's like everything is fake. And so I think really we're just kind of expanding on this this idea of of fake life, right? So yeah. we have this league and we have we're we're all fake owners and we all play these fake players and so we're just sort of taking the next step and talking about all the fakeness. So <laughs> I love it. And Yaki, I mean that makes Jakeem Grant even more Jakeem Grant Senior. It's very important. He's a father. Um, it's uh, it like makes me want to make more of a personality of him because I know Jeff loathes him, but I do think it can succeed. And towers over him. Five foot seven. That's the only reason I think it was okay that Jalen Ramsey picked the ball over his head while goosing him. Um, but it does seem like uh, great fun, and I'm super into it because I would rather watch a game in our league. I mean, like, I'm super excited about opening kickoff in a way that gave me a similar feeling to opening day in baseball. Like, I was a little like, I'm actually excited to watch this game and to play my game, even though I thought I would lose. I did not think I would lose 41-14. Then all of a sudden, I was up 7 nothing, and I was like, I can win this game. Oh, God. Uh, so it's pretty fun. All right. Uh, oh, in the name of it, you guys had talked about fourth. We have a lot of names. None of them have come to a conclusion we were into fourth center I'm, and then you poo-pooed it and now i'm like i don't know anymore <laughs> i just feel like looking at it is tough where fourth string i think would be the um, the umbrella i'm gonna let you guys do it want sports anomaly leaguers was the one that you had it before right anomaly yeah, that, that was the original 2010 variant yeah it was the sports anomaly I mean, sports podcast about sports <laughs> i don't remember there was like a longer name Oh yeah, I mean, fourth center could just be the news section of it. I, look, I'm happy to help uh, produce the lineup in terms of coming up with names because I'm decent at that. But everything else, I'll fail at, like posting podcasts regularly. Uh, all right, <laughs> moving on to our feature. This is—I just want to talk about this as long as we feel like. But um, is Madden 22 any good? Now, the reason I bring this up and why this is our feature topic, we we did an episode recently, and I think we talked about the review aspect of it because it had come out. We we're excited or unexcited or whatever. And then Madden always gets dumped on heavily. Um, there are struggles, then they release updates, and they fix it a little bit here and there. But I just wanted to talk about uh, what you like about it 
Uh, and like, what do you think is good? What do you think is bad? And is it good? Because I know, Jeff, you and I, when we were talking about it, Chris Schofield, who's in the league, the uh, Packers owner, he was a governor, rather. He was just so hateful towards it. And I was like, I think I might like it. And the reason, yeah, so I just wondered, Brian, you start us off. What's one thing you really like about this new game? Um, I, it plays, to me, it, it definitely plays more realistically. Uh, like we talked about earlier, the animations are improved. The player, like their location on the field logic, at least for the most part, seems to be a lot better. Um, I've seen in the running game, we'll have to see how this works out because defense is really hard and it seems like it might be easy to run the ball, which I love because I like to run the ball. Um, but I've seen like actual running lanes, um, like especially for, for blockers who are like zone blocking. Um, it seems like they're creating actual running lanes. Um, so I think so far that's a big improvement because the, the, and the biggest thing for me in 21, I, if you hit the stick in the back, when you took a handoff in 21 and you hit the stick in a, any sort of slightly wrong way, he would do some sort of sidestep backwards animation that, and you're, you're screwed. You're just totally screwed. And now whatever you hit, like you're still making that movement toward the line of scrimmage and toward where your hole should at least be developing. So, um, so far, I think that's been a big improvement. Yeah, I love that. My my big one is the weight and size of players really feels like it matters. Like I was looking at trading for a tight end and th I saw this dude who I was like, oh, he's six, seven and huge. Like, holy shit. Like, that's a guy that I really want because you really can't just you can't put your hands through them in the same way. Like if a tight end is like bodies out and then goes up against a cornerback or something, you see the size difference and you're like, I'm going to fucking mow this dude down. And uh, I just think that's such a cool aspect. And in terms of the running, I think it's just slower. The players are weightier. So there's, Wait you actually there. see. Yeah. yeah there's like when you're making a, yeah. When you're seeing a chance to juke, you can literally be like, oh, and uh, like, this is a great time to go right. And I also see times now where I don't juke because I'm so used to Madden 21. But where if I would have juke, then my my uh, blocker would then receive the guy where instead I try to just go past him and then my blocker can't do much. So th even that, I think, is really interesting. It just changes the dynamic and it feels I just think it's so much more organic. And playing 21 now feels like and th this often happens like over the course of the game and playing so many games, it, you really figure out how to play the game. But this one just has so much more, I don't know, life to it. Jeff, what do you love? Uh, I'm I'm gonna agree with a lot of what you just said because the weightiness is what really comes to mind when I think about what it, they're getting right now that was so wrong before. Um, things like trying to slip between people as a running back, like if there's a, a small hole compared to a big one, they'll slow down and try and slip through. Uh, and ultimately, if you're me, you'll trip and fall and get a two-yard gain. But it seems possible that you could, like, nimble your way through, at least, whereas before they would straight run into their back and just stand there until they fell over with a fall-over <laughs> animation. Um, or you maybe you could spin out of that situation. It just feels like human muscle groups mm -hmm. can take over now in ways that only animations could before. Uh, and things like momentum 
make more sense. Last year, if you tried to throw to the flat, the quote-unquote momentum would almost always take you straight out of bounds. Now, whoever's receiving the ball will actually turn their back towards the, the ball coming at them so that they don't do that, and they use the force of their turn, if they're doing it right, to actually spin their body forward and gain momentum forward so they can run uh, upfield. I'll, I'll notice that on screens also, RPOs. If you do a, right, a wide receiver RPO last year, you'd throw it, they would wait there for the ball, and then they'd start running. This year, they'll start running forward uh, once the ball is released to gain the ball and run after catch immediately with their forward momentum. And it's like, yes, that is how a human being who is good at this sport would play. And uh, I think that's all of those reasons are also why defense is so hard because we're used to playing as a defensive lineman and trying to make one good, you know, slap chop uh, into the, into the quarterback or as a linebacker trying to play zone and dodging back and forth or a safety doing the same thing. And now that there's this, heavy momentum you have to plant a foot to try and go in the other direction it's making the defender at a disadvantage compared to the guy who on the other team is playing quarterback and just has to press a button and not worry about whether their wide receiver was you know juking or not uh to get open because um, they're not the user making that same juke they're just the quarterback waiting for someone to get open and lastly and i forgot this while i was just talking um Oh, shoot. Keep that heavy mo. Heavy mo. Heavy mo. <laughs> I can't. I had one more point and I can't You've remember. You've lost your momentum while talking about momentum. That oh, is like it's absolutely awful. what's happened. It feels so awful. While you're, while you're thinking about it, I just say, too, that like, like the, the movements are, are, they feel much more deliberate, right? Like you're saying, like if you, if you cut one way, it takes a I, I second this. to get back the other direction. Go ahead. Yeah. The, the thing I forgot I wanted to say uh, was about human movement and human behavior. And there is an argument. I'm, I'm on the Reddit for Madden, and everyone there is such a, this game, everyone should play perfectly all the time, and I have no concept of what real life is like. Because if someone drops an open pass, they post it, and they go like, oh, this game's terrible. Look at this guy drop an open pass. And I'm like, that happens. Human beings play football. They drop the ball sometimes. I watch you know all these man streams i see guys doing crossers they bump into each other and they're off their route and i'm like oh everyone else is mad about that because it's you know oh this is a simulation of my perfect vision of football it's like no man human beings suck at thinking sometimes especially the ones who get hit in the head over and over again and right. they, they might <laughs> get the wrong route and hit each other or they might think i'm running three yards he's running five yards and the other guy's thinking i'm running three yards and he's running five yards and they boom into each other or they run into yep. the back of a linebacker who's not even looking at the play uh because they were looking for the ball and not they don't see the guy in front of them and i'm like that is football that's realistic to mm -hmm. me i watch the dolphins do that every week <laughs> they run the goddamn route yeah brian were you gonna say something i just say guy, guys drop open pot not all the time right but like it, that happens a fair amount still. Like, oh, well, shit, T, what, T.O.'s career almost officially came to an end when he dropped a wide-open touchdown pass in the preseason from Matt Flynn when he was playing with the Seahawks. Like, that was it. T Tyrell Owens was gone. And then we never saw him again. And, like, what was it just two weeks ago in the Steelers game when they were playing the Seahawks? Steelers dropped a wide-open touchdown pass just right through his hands. It happens. Yeah, my my feeling about it is... I think I had two drops today where I was I was like, God, I wish he wouldn't have dropped it. But then the announcer was like, oh, the guy knocked it away. 
And I was like, oh yeah, like contested catches are so much harder. And what I'm really loving about this game, and I don't know if this will come to be true, but I'm I'm believing it based on the nature of this game so far, is the ratings are, are actually mattering, meaning like awareness matters, meaning uh, route running. Like you're, I'm watching dudes do a fucking banana <laughs> instead of like a sharp cut where I'm like, oh, right, like he's not a good route runner. I think that's why I threw that pick six to Jalen Ramsey because Darnell Mooney isn't the route runner that Allen Robinson is in, a, in the similar case. Allen Robinson is also bigger and might have been able to shield off the ball. So it's, it's really interesting in that way. And so... As I'm thinking about trading, I I think I overthought it, but I was like, no, I want to make sure that these guys can do the things that I need them to do. It's just really interesting. And if the ratings do matter, that's interesting. Because speed, I strongly believe that speed is not the be-all, end-all. And I think in Madden 21, it effectively was. And mm-hmm. here I'm just not seeing speed be such a dominant thing. Like, I'm, of course, speed's going to matter. But I have a running back in David Montgomery that has an 88 speed. If I used the Madden 21 mentality, I would have gotten rid of him. But when I started playing Madden 22, he was able to, like, move through the hole. And he was stronger or had more trekking or would break tackles in tight spaces. And I was like, I don't need 88 speed. He can have those breakaway runs anyway because if... I hit the hole right. If I get away from guys, he can. It's just I don't know. It's just so much interesting, um, so much more interesting to me. Is uh, before we get to the bad, I want to ask something that may be bad. But do you feel like the deep ball mania? We've we were watching a game before we recorded this, and Mike Evans was just blowing the doors off this one guy, um, and had three bomb TDs in, until later, which was great when his cornerback actually ranged back and and made the INT. But do you feel a deep ball is too easy? You've got Jalen Waddle. Is he, do you feel like he's too open or do you think it's just an adjustment thing there's, at this there's point? Two things or three things here. One is Jalen Waddle is not a jump ball receiver. So he's getting these touchdowns because he's breaking with a five yard gap between him and the next guy. Uh, and then they're missing that tackle. And once that's done, no one else is catching up. So he's got that one guy to make a tackle. And if it doesn't happen, that's a touchdown. Um, which, granted, is part of my strategy, is can I keep this play alive long enough for some, for Will Fuller or Jalen Molotov to be open? And it turns out the answer most of the time is yes. Second is there's also the jump ball receiver, which this year is working a lot better. Man 21, if you had a, a big body receiver, they were basically useless because when you get in those one-on-one situations where it's just who's the bigger guy who's going to jump higher, it didn't matter because when they took a hit, they would do their volleyball stance and throw the ball away. Yeah. Uh, like it was their job Fuck, not I to touch that. it. Like, ew, ew, <laughs> I don't want to touch it. Um, this year, your guys will go up and get it. And it's awesome to watch, frankly, if like, because it's just some short shrimp and then Devontae Parker. And he's like, nice try, kid. And he jumps up, he grabs the ball and he's got an easy catch. And it's hilarious. And it's accurate. Like I watch him do that on TV. I watch Julio Jones just jump up and be bigger than the other guy. Uh, and it's great that that's back in the game. And the problem is on defense is a lot of the controls that were assisting people to be in the right space, to, uh, to get in the right stance, to make those contested catches on a deep ball, to, um, to time it correctly, have all become more difficult. And I'm not sure why that is. I haven't really deduced it yet. But I can see what's happening before it happens. I can say, like, this guy is where the ball's going to go. And 
the ball can take 10 seconds in the air to get there, and I'm struggling right now just to get my defender in the correct spot to even try to make a play. Sometimes I'm five, four yards away by the time it gets there, even when it's a standing still jump ball, because the wide receiver seems to automatically get in position, and the defender seems to be all manual control, um, including having your back turned to the play, whereas the wide receiver will turn around to face the ball. So these, these are all feelings. I haven't recorded or documented or experimented, um, but it seems like that's the real reason the deep ball has become so effective, is that usering, even if you're on the correct person, usering the defender has become more of a manual a Luke use the force kind of experience versus a targeting computer. Uh, well, I w right. I wonder if Todd's onto something too with with ratings meaning something. So like, because it seems like I've seen a handful of deep balls and not just like streak routes, right? But where like a deep in or something like that, where guys are wide open and then they're they're running a mile. Um, like cornerback, like change of direction for cornerback. Is, is that is that where separation is coming from and, and cornerback speed and agility and awareness? Like maybe those things with cornerbacks actually do matter. And so if you have a guy, a corner that's low in some of those categories and you're pressing or you're trying to play man coverage um, and you're just not good at those things, and there may be just certain routes even against certain corners that are going to be more successful because of those stats. And yeah, I'd, that would be cool if that were true, um, making those attributes and, and those statistics um, mean something more. Yeah. Yeah. Would Would you, I mean, I feel very strongly that I would be much more prone to draft a six foot tall cornerback who was maybe a little less something than like a five, eight guy who had two more points of overall. Like, I think that's interesting to even consider. Whereas in the old days, it was just like, he had better numbers. Boom. But now there's overall, more of a matrix. Gain inches. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, depends on if you use my man grow system for your penis to get even longer inch by inch day by day. Uh, okay. Ads are done. Now let's talk about, uh, some of the bad, um, the tackling, I, I want to talk about the tackling. I dove at the feet of the quarterback with Khalil Mack. Is that his name? Yeah. Khalil? Khalil. Yeah. Sounded it's, wrong to it's me. Yeah, right it's Yalil. <laughs> Yalil. But uh, he was like, I, I was just like, the, he's in the feet significantly of Stafford, and he didn't take him down. Um, and I was a little like, well, that feels wrong. So do I have to literally run up and like chest tackle this guy, uh, go titty on titty with him? I didn't, it didn't feel right. Um, and then there were times later where I was just running towards the sideline, trying to tackle the guy. And I just dove. Cause I was like, I I'm generally, point. yeah. And he just dove like, like he was like jumping yeah. into a pool out of it, bounds. And I was like, Oh, right. Like you have his to belly button in and still kept running. <laughs> It was crazy. And so I was like, oh, yeah, it reminded me that when you're tackling, you have to be much more careful. But I felt like that was, you know, sometimes you just are like, I'm just going to hit this button to give up. You know, and the hit stick was such a bigger factor um, in Madden 21. Now it's like if you're going to use a hit stick, you're risking not getting a tackle. And I think not that's I think that's really good. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's really good. And it's long overdue for the the other for the dive kind of thing. 
I'm like, man, that feels sort of punishing. And I don't know. What do you guys think? Brian, are you a tackling idiot like I am? Yeah. And so I, that was the thing that I was going to say it was, is the, the difference in the hit stick, because I was pretty good at the hit stick in Madden 21. I think for two seasons toward the beginning when I still had Bobby Wagner and Jamal Adams and granted those guys are fumble machines, but I, I led the league two years in a row and caused fumbles, but I was pretty darn like I gave up a lot of catches over the middle, but I also got a whole hell of a lot of fumble recoveries over the middle on those catches too. And this year, um, the hit you like you have to have the timing and the direction like almost spot on for the hit stick to actually work otherwise yeah you're going to whiff and that guy's 15 20 yards downfield so the the dive button is going to be does anybody still use the a button for like the the regular well, tackle yeah i'm sort of into the a button yeah i want to start using the a button more because my be dive is so erratic yeah yeah <laughs> It's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm still missing a lot of tackles. and uh, Defense honestly, is it, hard. It works on offense, too, the same way. I've missed out on some long touchdown runs because I tried to flick a stick. And so then my guy sort of like does a little underneath you know, truck to no one. It slows him down yeah. or it made him spin or something when he had open field because I was anticipating getting hit. And then my human opponent because they're like us, missed at tackling because it's hard, and I truck stick no one and just slowed down and lost the opportunity for an 80-yard <laughs> touchdown. Um, but on defense, yeah, it's it's hard to hit stick right now. It's hard to just line up anything. That's what I was saying with the, like being a safety. It's hard to just line up correctly, whether it's a jump ball for a pick or it's a tackle uh, or a hit stick. It's just really hard to line up right now I had to start trying to train myself not to use the computer assist, which is left bumper, because uh, I was complaining that they were taking really bad angles and it was causing big play touchdowns. And someone said, like, oh, are you using computer assist? And I was like, yes. And it's like, well, the computer is targeting to get this guy and they're just wrong. <laughs> so that's why I kept, like, basically just running forward towards the quarterback when the running back was already past me. Um, but the result oh, wow. of that is now I have to manually try and move everyone, and it's really easy to sprint past <laughs> them or oversteer away from them or you know be a sucker for a good juke because it's just so much harder now to control on the defense with that change of direction, needing to plant your foot just to change kind of thing. And I think on offense it's a good thing, and on defense it could be a good thing, but right now it's so difficult to be the user that I found myself going back to the defensive line, even though I wanted to play safety, I wanted to play linebacker, but I was such a liability now at trying to even make a tackle after the catch um, that I didn't want to hit B and become a safety and be the, the reason that a long touchdown happened. It was just, I'm, I'm the liability, and I don't know if I will get better, but I sure hope so, because right now it's it's hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it's, it's like... I understand that I have to be more careful when I dive, but if A is not going to give me that titty on titty tackle that I'm looking for, then I got to think like what? Yeah. It's by the time I think about it, then I'm really fucked. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. And really, I just wanted to say titty on titty tackle again, because it's, it's not, uh, I like it. that's good. Yeah, that's great. Man on man, man, titty on man, titty, of course. Um, <laughs> What about uh, player switching? I, I had one instant to, instance today and I've had it happen in about once or twice a game where I'm 
switching to a player and then my guy's running away from the ball because it's giving me a guy who I think is closer, but I guess isn't, or the game's deciding it isn't. So I'm like, well, why the fuck did you go to that guy? Like, have you guys had that happen at all? I'd never yeah. had that happen in Madden 21. I think it's I think it's based on angles. What what the computer perceives the player with the best angle has, but like Jeff said, sure. the calculation for the best angle is not often true. So I think yeah. I think that's what I've noticed. Like I switched to a player, I'm like, why why the fuck am I that guy? That's not yeah, the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when the ball's in the air and you're trying to make a pick and I have like my left end suddenly jumping up and I'm like no, there's a corner right in front of that guy. Why'd you do that? That's crazy. Yeah. And, and uh, what what do you think is bad? I've I was talking about the tackling. I guess it's bad. I it feels like I'm not. It's bad for bad me now. Hard, Maybe I'll, not I'll be ubiquitous to me. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's very hard, and I wish it was easier right. because while I do appreciate realism, I am also trying to enjoy a video game. Um, and right. made being made to feel like I need to train at an NFL level to make a tackle is not what I'm <laughs> looking for. Um, I think the play calling system is bad. I think they made a change for change sake. Basically, every change they made is a step backwards. Uh, substitutions are harder. Knowing mm -hmm. what play you're calling is harder. Getting to the coaching menu, which is like where you choose – uh, mana line and uh, cornerbacks lining up against best wide receivers by overall or by speed, that kind of thing. That's where all those settings are. That's harder. Basically everything, I feel like they got a mandate that said this needs to change for next year's game, whether it's an improvement or not. And so they're like, well, we have this system in place. What's the opposite? When And it's, you know, it's not the, it's not trash from the dumpster.com. It's just worse and it's hard. And it doesn't need to be. And, you know, you might say, oh, you'll get used to it, which is something I've heard. But I feel like I've been around UI and UX enough as an adult to recognize when something works based on a human brain and when something doesn't. And this new system does not. And I don't like it. And I wish I, I wish they would just hit the backspace on it and, and redo it because it's I so think it's bad. Harder. I it's, like I, it. You do like it? Well, I like the horizontal play calling. I like that piece of it. Everything else, I agree. I don't. I don't like the substitutions. All of those things. I do like the horizontal play calling and the. I like being able to see what my next formation is to the right, like all lined out across the top of yeah. the of the play calling boxes. I like that. That doesn't bother um, me. Right. It's it's the yeah. substitution because it's, I yeah, I try I'll, and do that. It's the. Um, I don't know what, what they call this, but it used to be the right stick where you could change um, mm -hmm. like something about the formation. So it might have Packages? Been, yeah, flip the defensive Packages. ends from their side or mm -hmm. flip the running back. So the fullback is now the running back and the running back's the fullback and things like that. That's now back on the previous formation screen, which is a useless screen once you're in the formation. Like, right. I don't know why you would be changing anything there and there's no right stick options on the actual play calling so why isn't it there also uh, and then mm -hmm. the the y button being substitution like the physical button isn't the problem i don't mind pressing y although i do object because y is also a play call button so i will right. often call a play trying to make a substitution which makes no sense to me whereas last year's game you look you could see your play and then hit left bumper Maybe this mm -hmm. is wrong. Maybe you had to go back into the formation. But at least the left bumper wasn't a play call. So you weren't accidentally calling a play if you, your muscle memory said hit this button to swap a player out. 
Yeah, I've spent uh, about 30 minutes today just getting used to the play calling screen, and I've, I've, I've played about 50 games at this point, but I wanted to be able to be in a game, be in a tense situation, and, and just know where I was going, and I still don't, actually. I don't actually know what I'm doing when I'm like, I don't know if I should go to concept or whatever. And so I, I yeah, I'm a little lost. Just there. don't mean anything. <laughs> like, yeah. What's a concept I want. Oh, how about uh run defense? No, it's going to be man blitz. Like that's not a concept that, I mean, I guess it is, but that's not what I'm looking for. When I say concept, that's play right. type. Oh, what's a play right. type. I guess that's, run defense no that's also man blitz but now we call it cover one blitz or something another thing i don't like though about the the layout is when you pick a formation the autumn on offense the automatic i think on both maybe even the automatic default is coach suggestion i wish you could ch- i want my default to be formation because I want to choose my formation and my play no there's a lot of people who use the coach suggestion and that's fine um but that's at least one or two, I think it's two extra clicks because it defaults to coach suggestion. Then there's another one. And then there's, or I think it's player and then there's formation. So there's two extra clicks I have to make just to get into my play calling that I want to go through. And that changes uh, every yeah. time I hit the formation. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. It, that is actually bad. Cause yeah, before you, you would scroll to which one you wanted mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's really, that's interesting. Cause in the old days, that's, uh, I would only go to coach suggestion when I was like, you know what? I don't have an idea what I want to play, what I want to do. Let's just see what they recommend. And that way I'll be mixing up my plays. And this one, yeah, it's like sort of being like, hey, coach suggestion, what, which one are you going to take? Um, what, okay, let's, Brian, do you have a thing that you think is bad? Uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of with Jeff on hard and bad are, are different. I'm hoping that the hardness is just, Sounds funny. Um, getting used to what's different about this year versus last year. Getting used to the momentum and the weight and the heaviness of every player. Um, so hopefully, maybe by season two, it be like you just sort of change your play style to fit what the game is giving you. Um, I'll be optimistic. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. What about the momentum factors? Have you guys sort of cooled on those, or do you still have a red hot? Um, poker in your eye over them i like them you do but i I, but i feel like i was the odd person it's just something different it's just and some of them are good some of them make sense some of them some of them don't make sense at all and they're just stupid um but some of them are are good and i like them um because i like the idea of, of authenticity and i like the idea of each stadium being a little bit different and a different experience The implementation is questionable, but overall, I like them. Jeff, are you still a a hater-hater? I'm a big hater. I think there's too many of them at three for the home team. Um, And I I wish there was more customization there because a lot of them aren't very useful in comparison to others. Like, it it reminds me of X-Factors in that way, where, like, Jamal Adams and Bobby Wagner have, like, forced hundreds of fumbles when on (laughs) X-Factor. And then my running back would be like, get extra stamina on a long run. Uh, <laughs> it's like those aren't comparable things. And that's how I feel about right. the M factors where I just played in a game in New England. And I think they had one that was like away team uh, wide receivers slip more in the rain and it was raining. 
And I was yeah. like, that's really specific and harmful to me. <laughs> like, that yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, the home and, team has special cleats. And yeah, my, exactly. my home team one is that I think, like, I can kick – I get more kick blocks uh, or something. Or that maybe that's my away team one. I don't remember. But it's it's. I wish there was more to customize because I'm like, I'm not going to block any kicks. Can we get something that's actually useful? Like, the, one of my home team ones is when I have good momentum is, like, everyone on the offensive line blocks a little better. And I'm like, that's great. That seems really yeah. great. Give me five of yeah. those and no more of the kick block bullshit. <laughs> well, I think one I played against today uh, was the Rams, and I think their players were had uh, were a little quicker or a little faster or something. And I was like, well, that sucks. That's not fair. But then I was like, actually, yeah, if the crowd is fired up, you have that extra, like, boom, you know? Mm. So I was like, okay, that one I'll buy. Um, there I are ones the I other hate. The Chicago which is... one is the worst. Well, I've got one where it's uh, my your kick meter on the downswing is faster. I'm kind of into that. Like, I guess that's kind of possibly uh, cool. for the wind. For the wind. No, it's like, just your for... kick meter. <laughs> it makes it impossible yeah. to kick in Chicago. Here's I mean, the other, that's... here's the other part of that. It, I'm gonna just add on in general to kick yeah. in this game. Why is kick lag a thing that exists? I cannot figure this out. I don't care how slow your internet is or what region you're in. I have an Xbox right here. It has a kick meter. It should show it to me. It should run. It should record the when I press the button and then send that over the internet to you. We don't need it to like run that software in the cloud and, and be laggy to figure that out. Why is there ever a laggy kick? It doesn't make any sense to me. I know nothing about programming. I still don't understand it. Like we I hate play it fighting so much. games with no lag where like your punches and kicks are exact why why is it our kick meter is always fucking at half a second slow and i'm missing all these pats for no reason I it, hate it. it should lag to your opponent like your opponent could potentially see the lag in your kick meter but yeah you should not see any lag because it's coming from your box right like, that doesn't make sense and what's the difference yeah exactly it's just so dumb all right Enough of this bullshit. Ultimately, is Madden 22 any good? Are you stoked for it, or are you like, I wish we were back in Madden 21? Brian? Uh, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think so far, there's more good than bad. The bad, some of the bad is, well, again, not bad. The, the, the difficulty on defense is glaring right now. Um, but I think overall, and again, I'm coming from a position where I like to run the ball, and I feel like that's a strength right now. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I hated that part of 21. Um, so I'm, I'm happy going forward. I think in this one. Yeah. I think it's good. Jeff? I think. Yeah. Good uh, or bad. Overall, I'm pretty pleased with it, which we've been playing for the last two seasons since coming back. And I've never thought of the game as good in that time. This is a pretty major improvement to me as much as I'm suffering on defense with my inability to feel like I'm involved. Um, I do think it's a much better game. I hate the UI and UX overhaul. I'm not impressed by the scouting update we waited eight weeks to get. Uh, but I would be lying if I said I thought this was a downgrade. Yeah, I agree. I, it's got a 70 on Metacritic. I would, I would, I mean, I feel pretty confident that right now I would say it's at an 80. And, uh, and, and up. But, you know, maybe we'll come back, we'll talk, and I'll want to burn my eyes out. All right, let's move on to the final segment, the Netflix Minute. Uh, Brian, what do you 
telling people to watch these days? Uh, I'm I'm watching Made M A I D. That's a it's a I'm story about it a, tonight. Are you? Yeah, it's about a story about a and it takes place here locally. I and right I can literally see the island and from my house in which it takes place on. Um, and uh, it's supposed to take place on Whidbey Island. They have different names and stuff. Basically, this lady she gets out of an abusive relationship and has to take care of her two-year-old daughter and the, all the stuff that she goes through to uh, to get that taken care of. And so I think I'm six or seven episodes in, and it's pretty solid so far. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? Uh, I just started rewatching The OC last night, which uh, I will say, "Welcome to the OC, bitch," is probably one of the top ten lines in television history. It's a very memorable pilot, if for no other reason than that line. Uh, I don't know if I'll make it all the way through. Even when it originally aired when I was, you know, 14, I only watched the first two seasons. So I'm guessing it falls off pretty fast after. Um, but it's interesting to be reminded of what, like, 2003 media was like and uh, just refresh myself. Um, I've, been, I've been doing that a lot lately. I started rewatching Buffy the Vampire Slayer and a couple of other late 90s early 2000s log run series that's uh it's always wild what you watch on tv which which is going to be fine because like in 15 years we're going to be on this podcast and you're going to talk about how you finally watched squid game or rewatch it like you'll yeah, you're just it, it's wild. have you watched squid game brian i have not i it's it's on my list i've heard enough people talk about it now and it seems i i've just heard about the the red the red road or the red light green light and then that looks interesting I, I mean, to me. I mean, that's the first episode, though. That's just like teasing right. you. But that's that, that well, sounds interesting. So I'm, I'll check it out. I I wasn't gonna bring it up except to because I think everybody's seen it by now. But I watched it late, and then I would have watched it in a day and a half if it weren't for my fiance also watching it with me, and she she can't do what I do, so she's like, yeah, we could watch like an episode or two a night. Okay, fine. Um, but it's exceptional, I think. Um, I It's screening season, so I now get to see all these movies that are going to be out. Well, like I saw a movie called Flea that's going to be out, F-L-E-E. It will be out in February, which is extraordinary. So write that down and look for it in February. It'll also get Oscar nominations. Um, but because it's screening season, I, I've been able to see some cool stuff that I either missed or whatever. I, I was just at a screening and George Clooney was there. And I was like, this is the second time I've been in a room with George Clooney in a month. I, so I'm expecting to see him next month, probably more what? in a producerial thing. Like he'll be like, hey, what's that? Why is he not on the podcast? What? Where's he at? That's, what's going on? I know. Well, that's what. That's <laughs> it's he's the on the time, Operation right? Sports podcast right now. So yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but because I've been going to screenings, um, I went to see the Billie Eilish documentary that's on Apple TV+. Plus. And so I could have just watched it at home, but I was like, ah, it's one of those documentaries. I'm just never going to do it. I don't know a Billie Eilish song. I'm going to go watch this. And I fucking she loved it. The, her the bad boy. I'm bad the bad guy. boy. Yeah. Bad guy. I'm the bad, bad guy. guy. The, so the documentary is just, it's like cinema verite. The director was there. He talked about the film and it was fascinating. And I just, I loved it because I, it got like a 77 on Metacritic. So that's like about probably where it is. I would give it like an 85. Maybe I'm a high grader these days. I'm just soft. But I don't know anything about her or her music. So it was really like being thrown into this. And he said, he was like, yeah, in 10, 20 years, we could be looking at her as like the next John Lennon. And I was like, yeah, that 
like you never know what happens with people but her music is fucking awesome and her brother is such a rad dude and her producing partner and it's a story really about a family and watching a young person like get launched into superstardom it's it's great so that's what i'm saying is my netflix minute uh i think we've talked about everything enough it's time for me to lay around and watch made uh jeff take us out uh we have two open spots in our nfl madden league if you are somehow not already in it and listening to this podcast and interested in joining bye what team uh the falcons and the chargers bye (laughs) 